With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Big Brother Canada 8 Recap Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and I am here with a legend of the game. I'm here with uh, Bruno from Big Brother Canada 3 and Big Brother Canada 5. How you doing, Bruno? Hey, what is up, Terran? Always love being here with you guys. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm doing great. Uh, I can't complain. I can't complain. And, uh, dude, I'm amped for the season, man. Yes, we are here to talk about uh, tonight's episode of Big Brother Canada 8, which was the Sunday episode where we saw the HOH competition. We saw the first true nominations of the season and uh, <laughs> some other stuff as well, Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few extra things in there for uh, for sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. yeah, the whole, um, what is it, uh, Jamar Minley thing is kind of interesting and the whole, uh, there's, a, there's a few things. There's definitely a few things to talk about today, that's for sure. Yes, uh, we'll get into them. Um, but Bruno, I want to know from you, uh, the season's a few days in now, live feeds wise, uh, we're three episodes in, uh, how are you feeling about the, the season so far, the cast so far? I, I'll be very honest with you, man. I actually legitimately love this cast. I think it has a good mix of a bunch of things. I think there's a lot of messy players. I don't know about the gameplay style with the players, how it's going to be, but um, I like the, I don't know. There's something about this cast. I think just the way it's all going to piece together. I feel like it works. And uh, this is going to be my first time in quite a bit that I'm actually really excited about the cast. I think it's, uh, it has a ton of potential. It has a ton of potential. So it's just a matter of if it just all plays out. Uh, you know, it just it depends how it plays out. That's all. But I think it has a ton of potential to uh, at least be a very entertaining season. That's for sure. Yeah, I think that we have a great mix of like really hard game players um, who are also big characters. <laughs> um, and so like because I feel like we often I, I think a lot of people think about it in in you know this dichotomy sort of way where uh you're either a big character or you're like a, a gamer that you're going to play hard um but i i don't think that those things are mutually exclusive and mm. i think that we're seeing a, a decent amount of that here this season no i agree i mean i i definitely agree what you're saying a lot of people don't see that you're this or you're this and, I, and you're right you can be both you definitely can be both you've seen it in the past there are people that could be entertaining players but also great players as well or people that are good in the diary room but they're good players as well or entertainers whatever you want to look at it and I agree. I think there's enough of uh, enough players in here that kind of have uh, the little bit of magic of both that, uh, you know, when you put it together, it's going to be interesting. And like I say, I think it has a good cast. I think uh, I'm really like, even the ones I wasn't really kind of keen on when, the, when I got the, the, the cast release and stuff, they're growing on me. 
Uh, you know what I mean? And that's uh, – that usually never happens, man. Usually when I, I stick to my guns, like, man, you know what? I write this person <laughs> off. But no, man, they're, they're all kind of growing on me, man. I'm like – Who has been growing on you? Jamar grew on me a lot. Uh, he really did. Because uh, I, I did watch a little bit of the feeds the other night when he was talking to the camera. And that one segment alone, uh, it just – you know, he made me laugh, man. You know, what, 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 can, what can you ask for? What else can you ask for, man? He made me laugh. I mean, listen, I don't see him being a good player. Usually I do root for, like, the, the game players because – the way I, what I watch the game for, what I respect about the game, what I love about the game are the game players, the ones that are there to win. They're not there to become Instagram famous. They're mm-hmm. not there to become whatever, the clout. They're there for the game, and that's what I love, and that's what I cheer for. So I usually don't cheer for that the kind of Jamar character where it's like, or like, you know, they're just there to, to entertain or to make a mess or to, you know, stuff like that, cause the drama. That's not my style of play. That's not my style of, style of player. But, yo, he grew on me, man, and I just, he makes me laugh. And what else can you ask for, man? It's, it's, it's good. I like it. Is it dude. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, working on you. I'll tell you, man, it's starting to turn into the Jamar show, man. He's uh, he's all over the the, the show now. Man. So, they feel him. Yeah, they feel him. You feel me? They feel him. Yeah. Uh, any other players that stick out to you? You know, I'll tell you something. There's a lot of them I'm actually really sorry. Like, like genuinely like that I'm actually genuinely cheering for. Uh, I don't know, Vanessa, man. Something about Vanessa. I just, I like her. Uh, Kyle, listen, man, you're going to be like, what are you talking about Kyle, man? Kyle, I like him, man. I like I, I like him because he is like like a bull in a china shop and a china shop. And I like I like that man because uh, I know it's just a matter of time. He thinks he's in charge. And it's just a matter of time till uh, you know he gets kind of as soon as as soon as the side wins, he's a target. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, Chris is whatever. I mean, Chris is Chris. Uh, who am I? Oh, Sheldon though. Sheldon is my guy. I'll tell you straight up right now. Like for my pick and like the person I'm genuinely 100 percent cheering for. Like this is my guy, Sheldon 100. percent That's my, from day one, from the pre uh, the preseason uh, releases to you know we've watched episode. And I'll tell you something, man, and I don't want to like compare. He doesn't, he's not me. He's not me. He's not me. But he's quiet the first couple episodes. That's what you want to be. You don't want to be in the front running, you know, episode one, and you're, you got all the airtime. Episode two, you have all the airtime. He's just kind of relaxing in the back, letting things unfold. He's getting pulled into groups and stuff. And uh, he doesn't have to make the moves from what I'm seeing anyway. I don't know what's going on in the feeds, but uh, I like that style, man. I like that style where you're quiet at first, couple episodes in, a few episodes in, and, you know, you kind of get your claws in. And once your claws are in, then you start making your moves. And uh, that, that's, I like that style. I like his style. I mean, he's calm. He's cool, collective. I like it. I like yeah. It. Uh, he definitely a, a preseason favorite. Uh, st- mm-hmm. Stolen from me. First round draft pick, pick uh, from Brent. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, but, that's my pick for sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, you mentioned Kyle, or sorry, uh, Chris as well. Um, and we are going to see Chris as the HOH in this episode. Um, we started the episode with the, uh, the HOH competition. Where uh, we we left off with Jamar and Min uh, tied for the lead, um, but ultimately Chris is going to overtake them, and then subsequently spend the rest of the competition standing there in the first place position, uh, like doing some flexing, like some flexing, and then pointing to his brain, mm-hmm. and then also like some like, mm, and then like mm-hmm. rolling up his shorts, like mm, like he's just flexing the whole time um, mm. in the background too, like they're not even like doing a segment on him. Like, He's just literally, legitimately doing it the whole time. I'll tell you something, man. And this is this comes from experience too. Okay, uh, being in that house when someone's doing that, you know, on camera we see it for you know a total of ten seconds of it. He's probably doing that the whole way through. And I promise you something, man. People are sitting on that bench waiting for their turn, or they've already lost out. They've lost the competition. They're pissed off, and they're watching them kind of like you know, oh, flexing and shit. Trust me, I'll tell you, man. They're not feeling that. They're not feeling that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're not feeling that when they're watching him do that. And, they're, and people are talking, you know, they're going, yeah, look at that guy, man. Look how arrogant he is. Or, 
you know, I'm you know, and Brooke said it best, man. <laughs> and Brooke said it best. Am like, I distracting you by flexing? I'm sorry. I'm like, just in the lead right now. She's like, she's like, listen, I'm not a bro. I don't fit into that. Like he's he's a bro guy. He's trying to bro down. I'm not a bro. I don't fit into that. So I can't I can't become you know his his partner. I can't become in his alliance because I'm not I'm not a demographic. And when you start flexing and doing stuff like that, you're sending messages, even if you don't realize it. You're sending messages uh, to their house guests, and, and they're not going to like it, man. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that's gonna that's gonna turn around on them for sure. <laughs> they definitely seemed like they were not particularly fond of it um, yeah. as it was <laughs> happening. Uh, I also noticed that during this competition, so basically it was a very strange setup where they had like a tiny basketball that was like a quarter of the size of a real basketball, mm-hmm. and they had to like make a run and jump onto a trampoline and then throw the basketball in midair um, instead of just standing there and throwing it. it was, I don't understand why they had to use the trampoline (laughs) almost all of them didn't know how to use a trampoline they just Mm -hmm. kind of like ran straight into it and did like a little hop um (laughs) like most of the michael was the only one that like actually did like a jump boom like from the trampoline (laughs) that's like yeah i think it's more to to make it more of like a crap shoot because someone's got a basketball right they're just gonna stand there and shoot it I mean, um, I'll tell you something. On, on season five, we had a kind of a similar thing. It was with a soccer ball. We had to kick a soccer mm-hmm. ball against the wall. Okay. And I don't know if they did this here, but uh, they always give you a couple practice shots. So they let us have a couple practice shots before we were kicking the ball. So you get a feel for it. So that's why I was kind of surprised when I see them jumping on the trampoline and they still, like, because you know what I mean? Like, they're like they're jumping and it's like they I don't know man they didn't I don't know it was weird if they, maybe they didn't on, if they were on American Ninja Warrior uh they, they'd be <laughs> critiquing that trampoline technique all day long <laughs> yeah exactly man I guess they didn't get a practice run that's, that's not, you know I guess they didn't get a practice because they were I all, hope I hope not man it was uh it, it was funny to watch man. yeah um, all right. So, uh, so Mike, he tries, but ultimately Chris is going to take the, the HOH here and he tells us, uh, all right, I'm going to come up with a mastermind plan and we're going to make <laughs> this happen. It's going to be so good. Oh, you guys are going to see, you're going to, you're going to love me. The uh, game changer. Oh, Jesus. Listen, I'll tell you something. If there's one, and listen, man, I, 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 you know, I try to be nice to these guys. I mean, if there's one guy that makes me cringe on this show, it's Chris, man. And listen, but he's a beauty, man. He's a beauty for the show because, you know, it's, it's, listen, man, it's so, it, you, you have to watch it play out. You want to watch it play out. But, I, you know, I'm not a fan of the people that are always like, oh, I can, I can hypnotize you. I can, I'm going to make you do what I want. I'm going <laughs> to miss you. Dude, like that, it doesn't work, man. You know, it, it doesn't matter how he's, and they always try to play it up like I'm the game judge. You say, like, oh, wait, wait till you see the eyes and all that stuff. Uh, you, you know, uh, yeah. It, yeah, I don't know about this guy, man. I don't know about this guy. <laughs> I don't know about this guy, man, but, um, yeah. If if you if you were in the house with Chris, how do you think that you could get along with him? Do you think that he'd be somebody that you could work with? I'll t- okay, let me tell you something. He's one of those guys you need to pump his tires. Like you need <laughs> to pump his tires. He's one of those guys you walk up, yeah, bro. You gotta like turn to that bro. You know what I mean? Like, hey, bro, what's up? Uh, hell no, I wouldn't work with him, man. He's like he would drive me bananas, dude. He would drive me bananas. Uh, but you gotta like he's like I said he's the kind of guy you have to really just pump his tires, make him feel like yeah man you're the king you know you're the guy yeah man you're so smart you know big big muscles dude oh you're huge <laughs> you know man you hit in the gym you're jacked you know you gotta pump him up man but uh, no hell no I couldn't work with that no way <laughs> you, you no. just gotta throw in some oh man you've really changed the game Chris. yeah yeah you're the you're the game changer dude you're the guy man damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Those so, eyes, man. Yeah, we hear from uh, from Jamar that uh, this this worries him. He this, this guy's a, a joke. This guy's crazy. Uh, he doesn't know what to do. He's gonna have to practice his dudes. Um, and so we get some some dude practice from Jamar, uh, which I thought was great. I wish that I had heard more of these dudes uh, on the feeds. <laughs> um, so I, he was getting down, man. He was getting down dude, pretty good. Dude, dude, dude. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to do this, dude. Dude, <laughs> he was getting him. Man. I love to. At the end, he like uh, he goes and he checks himself out in the mirror. Still looking handsome, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, man, feel I, me. Watched, I feel me. I watched that one. Like I was saying, I, I, late at night before I went to bed, he was doing something and on the feeds. Man, that guy, he's feeling him, man. He's feeling him. Man. If there's one, if there's one person that's you know, you feel me? He's the one, man. He's the one, dude. Feeling dude. Man, he's. Uh, man, you know, it was funny, man. Like I said, he made me laugh. He made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so Maddie tells us that her strategy here with Chris is that she needs to flirt with him. And I found this interesting because in the previous episode, uh, she was like, he's like a mix between Chris Helmsworth and some other handsome uh, guy. Leonardo uh, DiCaprio, was it? Yeah, something like That's that. It, yeah. Um, and like totally into it. And he's like, yeah, I've got a private practice. She's like, oh. <laughs> um, but, I, but maybe at some point he was like, and also I'm the game changer. And she was like, yeah. oh. Yeah, that's where it ends right there. Oh, um, but she knows that he seems to maybe have a little bit of a thing for her. So she's like, "Okay, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flirt with him, and that's what's gonna make him not want to nominate me." Which I think was like good instincts in terms of keeping herself safe. But uh, ultimately, I think this is backfiring on her because it seems to be one of the motivations behind Michael not being safe. Hundred percent, and I've you know I've I've talked about this before. It's like sometimes someone's target is not necessarily what's better for their game, but better for their person. Like they're trying to get like say for instance they like he likes Maddie. I mean she's a beautiful girl. I mean why not right? Um, and we're early in the game, I, you know. And so he's saying, listen man, this is the this is the wall between us. I got to break the wall down. If there's one way to get to her, I got to get through Michael. And he's in power this week. He has the power to do it. So why not? And it's a big game. It's a it's a big player uh, potentially to take out. So, um, I, you know, I see what he's doing and yeah, it works. It works. against him. Now here's the thing. When he walked in the room and they were kind of laying there face to face, kind of, uh, you know, doing their chat and he came in, you could tell it was awkward. And this is one thing I always try to tell people, uh, when they try to go in, when they want to go into the show is you got to come up with a plan. If someone walks into that room, you can't just be in the middle of a conversation. Then someone walks in the room and you're just like, become have a dead silence because they're going, well, what you guys talking about? What's What's going on? Why can't I be involved in this conversation? So I think when he walked in, he was like, yo, you know, it kind of like, okay, they're obviously trying to get together. There, there's a thing going on here. I have to break that up. And it just kind of put a nail in the coffin for me. You always have to have that backup plan and a backup of a backup plan in case someone walks in the room or whatever situation comes around. But yeah, you're right. I think uh, her flirting with him kind of let him on a little bit. And then he's like, yo, listen, man, I see something in my way. Uh, let's remove it. Let's get it out of here. And it's, yeah. it's a good play. I like, I like the play. I'll tell you right now. I do like the play, not because he wants to get with her, but because, you know, he's making moves right away. Usually these players get, uh, you know, they get left alone because people are scared of them, but maybe because this guy just doesn't know enough about the game, which is a good thing. He's like, yo, let's get him out right away. And he's going to put that target on because now that Alliance uh, is going to want to target him, which is fine. Hey man, that's great. Yeah. But uh, it's good for us. It's good for us viewers. Anyway, 
Yeah, uh, I think I remember talking to you about this this idea that like uh, it it is really it's it's an underestimated part of the game to to have something ready to go if somebody else walks in. Uh, I, we talked about it with the pretty boys and how they they would they really would like always have something planned. They were very good at like bringing people in when they walked into a room, which uh, you know in a situation where they otherwise had a lot of instances where they almost got caught. Uh, I think really helped them um, and. And there have been a lot of instances already on the feeds um, and not to, to spoil anything, but situations where people feel left out of conversations because people are not good at like being like, oh, hey, you're here. Come and join us. Like uh, we're talking about whatever. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's that's it's it's such a huge thing that people just don't really I, think about that much. I think it is absolutely massive. Anybody watch this right now, if you do plan on playing in the future, I promise you this will this can make a big difference to winning 100000 dollars when someone walks in that room you include them in the conversation even if you make something up like hey we're talking about apples who cares i mean obviously you're not gonna say apples but you know we're talking about jewelry we're talking about, yo what's your what, what's your favorite or whatever just bring them in that conversation right away so they feel welcome and and uh you could see that with anyway not to get too far off track but you could see it with that conversation where you kind of walked in and it's like hey what's going on you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh yeah it happens more than you know and, I, and just i'm speaking from experience man you walk in a room and you can feel that like you, when you walk in, it's like, yo, you're not invited in here. Like we, we, you're not supposed to be here right now. We're kind of talking about something and you don't want, you don't want, ever, you don't ever want anybody to feel that for sure. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like really being rejected and it just doesn't feel good. And, uh, it, and it tells you a lot more, uh, than, than, than people realize that. Cause when you walk in a room and you're not invited, uh, that means, Hey man, they don't want They don't want you to know what you're talking about or. Maybe they're talking about you or, you know, there's it says a lot more than, than you realize. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are then going to find out about a, a another alliance in the house. Uh, this one is called KVBS, um, which is the initials <laughs> of the members in the alliance. Just, uh, Kyle, Vanessa, um, Brooke and Sheldon. Um, we often talk about how putting a number in the alliance name is is usually not a great idea because then it's not very uh adaptable it's not very flexible um but uh having your alliance name be four initials of the people in the alliance that's such a specific alliance yeah name. that's like very specific and it just rolls off the tongue you know just yeah just like, yes yeah yeah just yeah lovely lovely uh yeah i mean uh that's what what is it it's kyle brooke no kyle uh kyle brooke. vanessa brooke and sheldon that's what it is, yeah. I mean, listen, on paper, that could be uh, pretty good because, uh, you know, they're kind of like the outcast, not the outcast, but I mean, I guess they're not really the outcast, but I, I think that alliance works. I think they can socially uh, get in enough circles where they can, kind of, you know, they're going to control the boats. You know, I, that's why I look at it. That's, I like the alliance. I like the people in it. I think it's all right. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, the name, the name can change, but <laughs> right. And <laughs> importantly, here as well, um, where the evictors, as we'll very soon find out, uh, seem to be uh, pretty much found out by uh, members of the house. Uh, this one seems to still be very much under wraps; that uh, nobody knows about this uh, secret alliances, as we have discovered many times in Big Brother history, are incredibly effective when kept mm-hmm. secret, and uh, it seems like that is going well for them. Yeah, I'll tell you something again. Um, it's very, it's, listen to me, and, and to a lot, I'm sure to a lot of players, it's very easy to see who is working with who in the house simply because it's who's hanging out with, if they're hanging out all day together, listen, they're, 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 they're a partnership, they're a team, they're, they're a group, they're an alliance, they're talking to each other. So, you know, and someone said it today in the episode, it's like, yo, they don't leave each other's side. So obviously they're working together. So, uh, you know, people don't realize, that's another thing that people don't realize when you're in there. It's like, 
you got to separate. You got to split that up. You got to, if you're around the same people all day, every day, people are just going to be like, okay, obviously they're working together. If they want to take a shot at you, they're going to take a shot at them, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that, and I'm kind of glad that the Alliance, that the Alliance has figured out because, you know, we don't want to see another thing like last year as, as great as the pretty boys were. I, you know, I think they're great players. I think they did a good job, uh, but it just brings a boring season. You know, that's just what it is. There's no opposition. And I'm glad that there's already a divide uh, this early on. People are taking a stand against it. They're like, no, no, no. These four people are our team. Let's break it up. I like that. I like that that kind of thing because you don't want to see another repeat of last year. As good as uh, those guys were great players, all the respect to them. It just the season just wasn't, you know, it just doesn't make for a good season so predictable. So I like this. I like that there's already a backdoor plan in play. I like that there's already a divide. I really like that they want to take a shot at the showmances. Uh, I like that stuff. That's, I'm all for it. My my favorite weeks in Big Brother consistently are the weeks where there are at least two sides in the house, sometimes mm-hmm. secret, sometimes not. But secret is actually probably a little bit better. Uh, at least two sides, maybe even three, maybe more. Um, but that uh, one unaffiliated person wins the HOH. And so then you have all the different sides and alliances and secret deals. They're all vying for being like who can influence the unaffiliated person to do what they want and keep their alliance members safe um and that's a little bit what we have here in the first week um this is that's always the most fun for me absolutely right now it's like a big tug of war and it's funny because chris has the power but chris really has no power it's the two sides that have the power and it's just which one can kind of project it onto him and make them do what they want to do and I love that. I love that a lot. And again, listen, I'll tell you something. Chris right now is just a piece, a disposable piece in the puzzle. People are going to make them uh, make him do what they want him to do. And uh, hey, he's he's the one that's going to be targeted uh, next for it. You know what I mean? Like he, he, they're going to get Michael out and uh, it's going to be him that's on the chopping block because he's disposable for both sides, I find. And uh, I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, like I say, this is a good time is when you're right. When someone that's in the kind of the middle, not even the middle, but just doesn't really have any affiliation with either side. And they win, and now it's the two sides saying, hey, this is what's going on. We need to pull you here to do this. This side saying, no, 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 we need you to do this. This is what we should do. I, I like that. I like that. That's, that's where the game comes in. I like that. And that's the, sh- the social game, the strategic game. Uh, that's when that comes into play. And that's, that's what I watch for. That's what I watch for. I can't believe you're saying that I am <laughs> not in charge of the house, Bruno. I am the game changer. I have a mastermind plan. You don't understand. They're all going to come to me, Bruno. You don't, you just don't get it. Your brain needs to be transformed. I love it. I love it. He's your favorite. I, listen, man, he's your favorite. He's got to be your favorite player. Man. He's got to be of all time. I, I certainly enjoy him. From the second I saw him in the preseason, I was like, this is, this is the best casting I've seen in a while. <laughs> It is a good. It is good. It is good for the for the wrong reasons, but it's yeah. great. It's good. Um, all right. So the KVBS Alliance, um, they are concerned. Kyle in particular is concerned for Sheldon um, because uh, Sheldon and uh, and Chris don't have a great relationship. Um, and they're even more concerned for Brooke because they really don't have a great relationship. As we pointed out earlier and Brooke pointed out in the confessional that uh, that she does not vibe very well with Chris. He's very much a bro um, and she's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. And that, and, and you're right, the whole bro thing, the not bro thing, and she doesn't fit into that, that group. Obviously, she can't. She just, she can't. But it goes, that goes down a social game, okay? Uh, you, in there, you got to try to find a connection. Doesn't matter what it is. If it's dogs, it's cats, it's food, it's where you've lived, it's what you do, your profession. You have to find a connection with every single person there. That's the social aspect of it. And the fact that they don't talk. And trust me, I've been there. I made that mistake too. I made that mistake a couple times too. And it's like, 
it's that, that's the social aspect of it is you have to find some way to connect with these people. And from what I got just from reading between the lines on the episode is they have no connection whatsoever. They have no conversations. They have no bond. And that's on them. That's on each other. Uh, that's a social flaw in their games. Uh, so, you know, and then she's kind of surprised that she's going on the block or maybe she knew she was going on the block. I don't know, but uh, she can't, she shouldn't be surprised in there. If you have no relationship with someone and they win HOH, of course, they're going to want to put you up. They're not going to put up people. They have a bond, but especially this early in the game, it just doesn't work that way. So um, yeah, she, I mean, it's, it's not even just her, it's him too. It's both of them. Just, he happened to have the power. So it's, you know, it's, 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 that's the social aspect, man. I, it's both their faults. I'm going to say I've, I've had the same, I made the same mistake too before, man. And it's uh, you just got to find that way to socially connect with everybody. It doesn't matter what it is, find something and run with it. And uh, they just can't do that yet. That's all. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're now going to find out uh, Maddie has, has moved on from Chris Helmsworth and Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, she, their names do not start with M. Um, and so she's, uh, she's moved on to Mike, Michael. Um, and she's going to let him know. She's, hey, 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 do you know what a tea reader is? Um, like, yeah. Like, well, I went to a tea reader before the season started. And what the tea reader told me is that I was going to meet someone on the show uh, and their name would start with an M and I could trust that person. And I was like, Caitlin Herman, how did you manage to get back on the show? I, I didn't realize. Why didn't you tell me? The 17th house guest right there, the tea reader. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, this, this is straight out of, uh, Caitlin's, uh, Caitlin's, uh, book here that, uh, she was going to meet somebody with a, that started name, name started with a T when she mm-hmm. met Tyler. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't understand right. this personally, this, this concept. Um, and I think it's like a little bit of a strange way to hit on somebody, but, uh, but you know, it works for her, it seems. Uh, you know what? Hey, maybe it'll work. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's a little crazy. Going to a TV reader for that? They're like, hey, man. Uh, hey, I, I don't know. To me, I don't believe in that stuff. But I, I mean, maybe she does. I don't know, man. That's uh, the 17th house guest, the tea reader, man. That's it. Well, Bruno, I saw a tea reader before this podcast. And what she told me is that on this podcast, I was going to meet somebody whose name started with a B. Oh, Damn. So send me that link. I gotta get I gotta get hooked up with that one too, man. Mm. Dang. Um so. the plot thickens, man. <laughs> uh, so we then get to a conversation in the hot tub with Chris, Min, uh, Sue, and Vanessa, and they are talking about the fact that it's pretty obvious that these four, these uh, evictors, Michael, Jay, uh, John, uh, I forget his name, John Luke, John Luke um, yeah, <laughs> we just call him JL now, uh, JL, Brooke, and, uh, or sorry, not Brooke now, uh, Maddie, and, uh, and Rianne are all in an alliance and that it's very obvious they hang out with each other all the time and so uh those are the people that uh most people feel well let's kind of just move the target over onto them mm-hmm. yeah that's and, and, and you know that's what i was talking about earlier it's like listen you can if you're kind of hanging out with people sporadically you're kind of hanging out a little bit there a little bit there a little bit here there um you know obviously it's not that it's not that obvious but like i said when those four people are hanging out together all day every day and you're not in that group you feel excluded so it's like, listen, those people are working together. Uh, I'm not in that four. I'm not in that five, six, whatever it is. So you know what? They're not on my side. They're disposable. Let's let's shift the target over there. That's four people working together. Let's break it up. And that's, again, what's so underrated is if people understand is just if you're sitting on the couch and you can just see like someone's hanging out in the HOH room, four hours, five hours, they don't leave there. It's the same four people in there. Then they all get out and they go to the backyard together. Then they all get out. They go to the kitchen together. That's a crew. 
And people, you know, and it's, and, and when you're in there, people don't realize, like when I'm in there, like I remember, you know, telling people, we've got to break up. You can't stay around. You know, these people don't realize they're just hanging out. That's the people that are at, like summer camp. You know what I mean? They're hanging out all day. And, and people are going to look at it and say, no, 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 those people are too tight. Let's break it up. They got to go. And uh, it happens more, you know, it should happen more than it does. Uh, and I'm glad it's uh, at least that uh, it's put into motion now. I'm, I'm glad they're at least trying to put it in motion. Yeah, I I, I love the scene too uh, because it was so it was so it was like it just kept cutting between each of the four of them in the hot tub, like just like chilling. Like you know, I just really feel like we all think the same. Yeah, we totally all think the same. I agree. I think that we really get along. Yeah, we're like a really great team right here. Uh, yeah, we're all awesome. And then it cuts to uh, Chris in the diary room. I'm working the ladies. They're all coming to me. I'm doing it. It's they're coming to me. Uh, working these ladies. You're going to make me a Chris fan, man. I'm telling you. I'm about to buy the shirt, man. I'm about to buy the Chris shirt. Um, so we also get a, a hint of this Jamar and Min showmance where they basically just yell at each other um, and then also say, but let's do a showmance. But also I want to evict you, but I'll kiss you on the way out. Um, and uh, I, I equated this earlier uh, to uh, it's it, it's like eighth grade flirting. Um, 100%. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yep. You know, it's the whole like, oh, he's mean to you because he likes you. You know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. It's yep, one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get a little bit more of that later in the episode. Um, we get a quick little clip of Kyle asking Rianne. Uh, he says, hey, do you, can you just look at something for a sec? Can you just see the- do you see this massive back hair? Can you just get that for me? Yeah, she's, she's like, like, yeah, yeah no problem. <laughs> what the what hell was that? I don't see. What was the point of that? I don't even get it, man. I don't, I don't even know, understand. Man. Was, was she like being her, serious? Was she being serious? That was a way to get her on the episode, I guess. I don't know. Was, uh, yeah, I guess so. That was like that's that's all we saw of her, man. It's just like, yo, you want to shave my back? And he's and she's like, yeah, 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 cool. And that's hey, she's on the episode, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. If if somebody asked me to shave their back, I'd 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 probably say no, to be honest. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd be like, you know what, you're good, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm just gonna go over there. <laughs> far away from you. <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> uh, all right. So um we then get the HOH room reveal. Um that uh, he goes up there, he gets his letter, he's talking about his girlfriend who is actually a dog. Um and uh and this is when Shell uh in the diary room tells us Chris is a really weird dude. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really, yeah. really weird. And, and then, you know what? It's uh, We only see it. I mean, now with the feeds up, we'll see more of it. But, you know, we only got a little taste of it. You watch the show. These guys got to live with them. So, yeah, he's a weird guy, man. He's a, he's a pretty weird guy. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. He'd be tough to live with for sure, man. He'd be tough to live with. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, so Maddie is going to go and, and do uh, attempt number two here. She's going to really try and uh, talk to Chris and get him to not only not nominate her, but also stay away from Mike. And Mike is like, yeah, just play up like I'm a dummy that, uh, you know, all this stuff. Um, and so she goes in there and she's like, hey, Chris. And he's like, OK, I've I've got a question for you, right? <laughs> if me and Michael were on the block together and you won oh, the veto, which one of us would you veto? Her answer killed me, man. Her answer <laughs> killed me, man. Just tell him what he wants to hear. Like, you, you, just say, you obviously, like, well, you know what I mean? Like, 
She's like, oh, it's a close one. I don't know. I don't know. And I, but I, I feel like she recognized her mistake. She was like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I, probably you. I mean, obviously, probably you. Uh, so yeah. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, that's the thing in there. And, and that's another thing, too. When you're in there, you have to have your head on a swivel, man. You got to be ready for any question that comes your way. Especially when you're talking to the person in power, you have to be ready for those hard I mean, that's not even a hard question. That's like, you know, that's a simple question. If I'm on the block, you're going to use the veto on me or this guy. Just say you. You know what I mean? It's just that's an easy one. But when you go in there to talk to the HOH, you have to be ready for those questions because you know they're going to drill you. They're going to want to get some information out of you. They're going to want to hear some certain things. And you got to be ready. She just goes in there just trying to kind of trying to hang out with them. And he's just like, oh, hey, man. That's, and that's a basic question. Like I say, if I'm on the block with this guy, who are you saving? It's, it should be an instant you, not even a hesitation. That's, you know, but she kind of made a mistake, but yeah, she kind of tried to bounce back, but mm. damage is done, man. Damage is done. It was too, there's too much thinking about it, man. You gotta, you gotta be quick on those. Yeah. Chris, Chris also tells her, um, Hey, I think, uh, you need a guy that can win. You know, oh yeah. She yeah. didn't like that one too much. Eh? <laughs> you need a guy that was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, how much more like just blatant can you get? Just, you know, I mean, uh, can your, can your guy take care of you? Because I think <laughs> you need somebody that can win for you and, and my can mind. really just take care of you. Uh, if you know mind. what I mean? I mean, I am a bit of a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, man, he's like, you need a guy that which he's like, oh, well, okay. Uh, yeah. this, is, this is the like self-described pickup artist. Um, yeah. and he's really using his powers of, uh, of persuasion and seduction to, uh, to really, uh, you know, I mean, she's falling head over heels. For him, clearly. <laughs> it's hard to resist, man. It's hard to resist. I'm yeah. falling for him. It's hard to re- resist. Man. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. We get another weird little segment here. Uh, what kind of animal would you be? What kind of animal would you be, Bruno, if you could, if you could be any animal? Me, it's a wolf, man, 100%. Not even a question. It's a yeah. wolf. It's a wolf. Uh, what, what's what's the what's the situation down there with the wolves? It's a leader, man. It's a leader. <laughs> yeah, it's leader down there. Yeah, I tell you, man. It was like it was so weird that. And he's like, I want. What did he say? What was the first answer? And then he says, Oh, it was an elephant. He says, uh, is, Well, first, so so JL says he'd be a great white shark, but oh, that's right. You know what? They, I'd be afraid of getting wet too much, Jeez. which. 
you know, uh, then Michael says, you know, I had originally wanted to be like, like he's been asked this question before and he's thought about it a lot. And he's like, well, my first choice when I was asked this very important question that I've thought about a lot was gorilla. But somebody told me that they have small wieners and, uh, that's obviously a no-go. So I was thinking maybe elephant. Um, and Jail's like, yeah, they probably have big wings. Yeah, bro. Um, and, and Michael's like, I hadn't even thought of that. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. But that's, you know, this is, okay, this is one thing I gotta say about those four. So those four are always hanging out together and stuff, okay? And this is how they introduce them into the show. It's like, <laughs> they gotta have something better than that to put them with these four people in a room. Uh, but yeah, man, they just went that route. So, um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm trying to think, like, you know, I'm trying to think of something like, if, 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 uh, people are saying that they're always together, this and that, you know, they can't just be talking about free elephant wieners and, and, uh, and, you know, they gotta have something going on. You know what I mean? There's gotta be something better to put on the show than that. But I mean, but, I don't know. <laughs> maybe not, man. Maybe that is the best of what you get. I don't know. I really want to know, um, how, like, what would happen if we put, uh, Anthony from last season in with them, um, and, and, and that, you know, they were talking about what animal would you be? And they were like, oh, I don't mean, maybe a gorilla, maybe an elephant. I wonder, I want, I just want to know how Anthony would respond if he'd be like, no, guys, you need to be a lion. Um, or if you'd be like, actually, you probably are an elephant if we think about it. I'm the lion here. Yeah, I'm the lion. I'm the lion. Um, yeah, it's what a weird conversation they had, though, man. I don't know, man. I just, uh, I don't know. Sometimes when they put these shows, these episodes together, I'm like, why? Why? Like, there's got to be more going on than that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we're going to get to the best part of the episode in the, in the segment directly following this one. Um, it's Wendy's time. It's, uh, oh, it's time for Wendy's. This uh, killed me. And so uh, he's Chris is going down to Wendy's, and he's he's. I'm sure uh, everybody's wondering who's going to be at Wendy's. Is it going to be Bruno? Is it going to be uh, Anthony? Is it who who is going to be the person at Wendy's? And uh, the window opens up, and oh, it's Chris's mom. Um, <laughs> wow, Chris does not seem to be responding very much. Uh, but you know, he's he's just kind of a uh, he's a weird dude. So you know, maybe he's just oh, it's my mom. Oh, cool. Uh, hey, Kim, how's it going? She gives him a kiss, um, <laughs> and uh, and then he goes, uh, hey. Guy, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part that killed me, okay? She's kissing him and stuff. And he's still like, oh, nice to meet you. Like, why would this random lady be kissing him all over his head and his face? Look, he's a game changer. He attracts he, women a lot. So Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're he's right. probably used to it. The thing that got me was that he had the presence of mind and the awareness to read her name tag so that he would know her name. And not look at her face. And didn't recognize that she was his mother. Like, he called her by her name. His <laughs> mother's name. And didn't recognize that it was his mother. Until finally she goes, do you not recognize me? And he's oh, like, mom? That was crazy to me. Like, that was, like, okay, I don't know if maybe he's just got a lot on his mind. I don't know if he just doesn't, you know, it wasn't expected. But it's 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 his mom. Like, Come on, man. That's, you know, you, come on, man. You cannot just not see that. So I don't know. I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt. So I don't know how I'm going to do it or how I'm going to do it, but I'm just going to try, man. Be like, listen, maybe his mind space wasn't there. I don't know, man. But holy crap, that was weird. His own mom, man. Even after he recognizes who she is, she's just like, oh, man, I didn't even recognize you. 
Hi, mom. <laughs> like there was still no reaction. Yeah, like, hey, <laughs> and then he just leaves and he's like, yeah, it was my mom. I didn't even recognize her at first. Like this is just a normal everyday occurrence that your mom comes and brings you lunch in the big brother house and you don't recognize who she is. Well, he's also saying how they're close. He's like, yeah, we're really close and this and that. I mean, man, that's crazy, man. Like, I would recognize if it was like my mailman, I would be like, holy crap, man. You know, like, what are you doing here? You know what I mean? This is his mom, man. Like, this is, man, that was nuts. I'm just, this, this, that moment alone justified the Chris be, being cast for <laughs> whatever oh. happens. Like it was worth it for him not recognizing his own mother. Uh, how do we feel about just in general though, the, that it's a family member instead of a previous cast member at, at the Wendy's window. So I like, I like it. Okay. Uh, there's, there's, okay. Here's the thing. You know, on season three, we had letters on season five. We had the video up top and I guess season six, season like the video. And now they're advancing it even farther. And now it's like, yo, let's put the family member in person. I kind of like it in a way. I mean, it is outside contact, but hey, someone like me, that would go a long way. If like some of my family was there at the window, that would go a very long way. Uh, you know, because again, one thing that, you know, people do, do not understand is how much you miss people. Uh, and I get it. People are like, you know, it's not that hard, but when you don't, it's the environment. You don't hear from them. You can't just like pick up a phone and call them. Uh, you have zero contact with them. So, and just with everything going on, you just don't know what the outside world is going on in the outside world. When you do see a family member, or you do hear from a family member, it's just times a thousand. So I like the idea, you know, I, I guess as a fan perspective, they probably want to see like a past house guest or someone like that for sure. Uh, it'd be cool if I, you know, I would like to go in there and be that for sure. Why not? But I think for the player's uh, sake of my, like, you know, sake, I, I like, I like the family member thing. I think it's cool. Uh, but the one thing um, that they got to be careful. Okay, I'll tell you something, man. It's very easy to get messages in that house through whatever. So, say if that person at the Wendy's window, you know, has their hair in a ponytail, or you know, if, and now I mean, obviously this season they don't know that they're going to be that. But like, say for next season, if, if the fan members at, at the window, it's like, hey, if I have my hair in a ponytail, that means you know you're doing good. Trust your person. Or if I have my hair behind my ear, or if I you know scratch the right side of my face, or whatever, you know, they can give messages in there. Uh, doing stuff like that, but uh, and it's very easy to do stuff like that. Trust me, it's very easy to do stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. I like it. I like the fact that they're in there uh, seeing their family members. But I, that's my kind of thing. I lo- I'm a family man, so uh, I like that stuff. I would love to see my family in the other side. But I guess as a fan side, you'd love to see like whoever Anthony or, or Adam or Dane or whoever from last season in there for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, quite frankly, uh, even if you don't anticipate that you're going to be able to see your family member at Wendy's, uh, you should probably come up with some kind of system ahead of time. Absolutely. Oh, what if there's a video? What if there's a, you know. <laughs> you got to do it, man. You got to do it. I mean, there's, uh, hey, the, the tools there, use it. You know, I mean? I, and, and I'm not advocating for it, but like if you don't do it and somebody else does, then uh, now you're at a disadvantage. So there's a little bit yeah. of a prisoner's dilemma there. Um, that's, so. why, that's why for me, it's like anything from the outside world, uh, it affects the game. If it's votes or letters or whatever, it can affect the game. So uh, yeah, just be ready for it. If, if you know, just be ready for anything. Man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's on the producers more than it's on the players, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So um, we are then going to see that uh, we get a quick segment of uh, Hira and Rianne are both kind of worried because they don't really know where Chris's head is at. Um, we see that uh, Jamar is kind of, uh, doing his thing around the house, and then uh, there's some creepy music that plays. And <laughs> See that? That said a lot to me, man, because he's he's flexing. He's like, "Yo, I'm so hard." You know what I mean? Like, look at me, man. And then a little noise comes up, and he's like, he freaks out. He's like, "Ah!" That says, you know, that says a lot, man. That says a lot. To me right there. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so uh, they get to see the have not room, which is uh, it's a jungle uh, and they have to sleep on like this little uh, patch of grass looking thing. Uh, wh- how do you feel about this? This have not room here, Bruno? Well, you know what? I, um, the have not rooms are rough. I'll tell you, man. Um, the two I've slept in, uh, I've, I could tell you are pretty rough. This one here, it's, you know, there's a lot of decorations. Now, that stuff is all just fluff, okay? And all the have not rooms, you see, like, the, all the decorations. That just makes the room, and it gives that the, uh, like, for TV, it just gives that element. But what you're really concerned about is the floor space. That's all you care about when you're in there is the floor space, how you're going to sleep, where you're going to fit in. And it looks small, man. I mean, I don't know if there's more to it because, uh, I'll just use, again, I can use from my experience. Um, you find ways to like fit in different areas in it because the way the, the TV, the show looked, uh, showed it, it's like they only have like a little patch in the middle. They all four have to kind of like cuddle up in there. I'm sure they'll figure out a way to get around it. Uh, you know, there are always is ways around it, but yeah, uh, it doesn't seem that bad to be honest with you, man. As long as the floor, so I've slept on one where it was just an empty room. That wasn't bad at all. Honestly, it was very, that was a joke to be honest with you. It was just an empty floor. No big deal. You put a couple blankets on the ground. You have a, you have a bed. No big deal. Uh, season five, the ground was very uneven. And that really messed up my back and my hips really bad in there because you're, you're sleeping on like rocks, basically. Uh, and that was rough. This one is, like I said, as long as the ground seems pretty flat, you can put clothes on the ground and make a bed out of it. It's not, it's not as bad as people think. Yeah, I feel like even, I mean, I'm sure it's fake, like uh, some sort of fake sure. uh, grass sort of thing. But like, yeah. that's still got to be softer than just like a, even just a bare floor. Um, yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. And, and in terms of like the decoration, like season six, it was like a crypt. Season seven, mm-hmm. it was like a, an insane asylum-y kind of deal. Uh, this is it's, it's supposed to be like a swamp, which I guess is unappealing. But if I'm being honest, it kind of looks just like a pleasant meadow to me. <laughs> it yeah, it's is- nice. I didn't see anything bad about this. To be honest, like I said, the worst thing was like the little, a little space in the middle to sleep on. But I'm sure they'll figure out a way around it, man. Everyone does. Um, yeah, it, it didn't really. And they're like, oh, there's snakes looking at me. It's just a rubber toy. Relax. You know what I mean? It's like they're <laughs> building it up. It's just a freaking rubber toy. So yeah. relax. You know oh, I mean? man, the rubber snakes are going to eat me in my like, sleep. Oh, no, snakes looking at me like, come on, man. Have a seat. We get another segment with Min and Jamar. Uh, this time they are uh, talking about sneaking into each other's beds at night, um, giving each other's uh, some looks like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, J- Jamar is just like, oh, I think you feel me. I think you I think you feel me. <laughs> so that's that's happening. Oh, yeah, that's for sure happening. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we get to the scene where Mike is going to tell Maddie about his military experience. I've got to say, um, her reaction to his military experience was so nonplussed. It was just like, it was like, I've actually served for six and a half years in the military. And she's like, don't tell anyone that. <laughs> yeah, keep that I want the reaction, though. Like, oh, and that's so great. I'm so proud of you. Uh, like, was, like, normally it was, it's like, <gasps> like when Bronte is like, I'm a secret mathematician. People were like, what? Yeah. Um, but when he's like, I've served six and a half years in the military, she's like, cool. Don't tell anyone, though. <laughs> um, in a way, she's right, though. You know, people will see that as a threat. It'll be like, because as soon as you say, I mean, I get what you're saying. You want the reaction. You want the reaction for sure. Um, you know, people, people will take anything and run with it in there. If you say, you know, I've served in the military, they're going to be like, oh, right away the minds be like, this guy's a machine. This guy's going to run through. And maybe he can. I mean, who knows? Uh, you know, because they're going to go to his mental training, his training and everything. There's certain, there's certain things that you just got to do, got to keep to yourself. Uh, she's not wrong, but yeah, the, the reaction was kind of just like, wah, wah, wah. you know what I mean? It wasn't, 
Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about this preseason, actually, that he was planning on going in and hiding his military experience. And I actually felt like if he had gone in saying that's who he was, I agree at this point with Maddie that saying who he is now can only hurt him because people have already formed their first impressions of him. And saying that he has military experience will only make him seem more threatening and more dangerous. But I felt like if he had walked in saying, yeah, I'm a military guy, I felt like that would for first impressions, give him a leg up because I think that the general perception of military men or women is that they are straightforward and honest and they have nobility. Um, and that that is a good sort of first impression to make um, and could have won him more allies than just the three that he hangs out with. And then the, the it wouldn't be as big of a deal. And I, I actually I just feel like that's not really a profession that I think you need to to keep a secret. Yeah, I can definitely see it going both ways. I can see it where if you come in, like you say, there's like the loyalty aspect, the respect aspect, the, you know, stand up, stand up kind of like the superhero aspect. Um, I see that and people, people will be drawn to that. Certain people will be drawn to the respect, stuff like that. People will be drawn to, and then there's the other side to it. I see as well. People will be like, you know, they look at it. Well, this guy's a monster. Uh, maybe I can't compete with that. You know, maybe the less athletic guys are, uh, will be like, you know what? That guy's just, he, he's going to beat me. He's going to have more endurance than me. He's going to be stronger than me. There's always, in there, your perception is your reality. And that's the thing that, uh, that it is. It's like, however you see it. So if, if I talk to you, have a conversation, however I take it, that's my reality of that situation and, and our relationship and, and who you are. So it all depends on how people uh, receive it. And, it. and it can go both ways. It really, it can. It's just like anybody. And when you tell someone, you could be uh, whatever you say about them. And it can just go both ways. Um, yeah. I, I agree. I think it's good. I think there's good. And I think there's bad to it. Yeah. It just depends which one would be heavier. You know what I mean? Which one would be, uh, have more weight to it. Yes. So Chris tells us it's time to uh, call in my best bro, Kyle, and we are going to talk about the master plan. And uh, here's the master plan, right? Ready? Brooke and Hira on the block with Michael or Sheldon as the back door. And Kyle's like, no, not Sheldon. This is not good. Uh, I'm in a final four with Sheldon. Can't let that happen. Um, so we're going to have to fix that. Um, and we hear Chris's explanation, which is that, you know, hey, normally these girls would be all over me, but instead they're like all over Michael. Uh, and so we got to get rid of that impediment. Mm-hmm. See, that's a thing, man. It's, it's, and that's a guy that's not here for the game. You know what I mean? He's not here for the game. The game changer is not here for the game. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he's obviously full of himself. He's, you know, he thinks he's like, you know, the biggest thing out there. And, uh, you know, he's jealous of Michael. Like straight up is what it comes down to. He's just jealous of him and he's got to get rid of him. He's like, yo, listen, the girls love Michael. I want them to love me and they're not loving me because he's here. We got to get rid of him. And then, you know, they're going to love me. And I'll tell you right now, they're not going to love him after Michael's gone. So he's going to be targeting every single guy every single week. Because you just back, always- you just backdoored my boyfriend, Chris. <laughs> I have no choice but to fall in love with you now. See, man, he's people have this weird, yeah. I don't know how it's going, you know, but it's uh, it's not a good thing, man. He's not he's not in a good position again. Like you said, you know, he he, he confides in Kyle. Kyle doesn't really have Chris's best interest in mind. Uh, and, but that's the thing in that game. Again, it's your reality, your perception is your reality and Chris's mind and his beautiful mind, uh, you know, and his, uh, and his game changing mind, uh, Kyle's his best buddy. And it's like, it's, yo, Kyle, let's go. It's me and you ride or die. And Kyle's going, yeah, absolutely. Because Chris is in power. So of course you're going to say, absolutely, buddy. It's me and you to the end. And, uh, once this HOH is over, it's like, see you later, buddy. Uh, I got no use for you kind of thing, you know? So, uh, but yeah, I, and that's one thing I liked about Kyle is how 
he stood up for Sheldon. He's like, listen, man, hey, a lot of people will be like, you know what, as long as it's not me, yeah, it sucks. But, uh, but he's like, no, we can't get rid of Sheldon. And I like Kyle. I, I think the thing with Kyle, and listen, people are going to hate him, and I get it. He's he's kind of like, a, you know, he reminds me of like a ginger ninja kind of guy. Um, <laughs> so I get it, man. Uh, but, you know, I can see Chris is one of those guys that he wears his heart on his sleeve. He'd give you the shirt right off his back. He'd be that kind of guy. But at the same time, he's very explosive. Uh, and, you know, and it's, it's a good cast, man. But it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But I'll tell you right now, as soon as they take a shot at that side, he's gone. Like, this guy is, he's probably pre-jury, I'd say, if anything. But he's, gonna, he's not going too far. Yeah, well, he's going to go and uh, let Brooke know that uh, you're going to go up on the block. Uh, Brooke does not take it very well. Um, she is going to be crying, kind of kind of freaking out a little bit. Um, now, uh, Brooke, I think, did, did not want to take it this way. She and certainly she wanted to avoid being on the block. Um, but uh, we did see this this sort of uh, awkward moment where uh, where Chris walks in on uh, Brooke crying to Kyle uh, not not too long after uh, Kyle was found out about the plan to put Brooke on the block um, but seemingly it did not ring any alarm bells here with uh, with Chris. Which is kind of weird man to me it's like if, if we're having a conversation and we leave, I don't know how long after that conversation happened it could have been a day after who knows I mean it could have been hours after it could have been minutes after I don't know I, I didn't it was I, a couple hours know. after. Okay so it's like when you come in a room and if, if say I'm the HOH and I haven't told Brooke yet and you're the only one that knows what the plan is and you're talking to her and she's crying. It's like, Hey, Hey, wait, wait a minute. This is something that, you know, we discussed. This is my, like, I gotta be the one to say it because you know, you can't be the one going out there saying what my plan is. I gotta be the one or whatever it is. You know, they gotta discuss this stuff. And to me, that was like a little bit of a red flag. It should be a red flag in Chris's mind when he sees, when he sees Kyle talking to Brooke, basically breaking it down to her like, Hey man, he's going to put you up on the block. Cause that's, that's Kyle making moves you know, uh, on top of Chris, you know, it's like, Hey, listen, I'm looking up for you. I'm telling you, he's going to put you on the block. Uh, you know, to me, that's like, that, that shouldn't have been Kyle's place. Uh, I mean, obviously as, as a friend, he wants to do that. Obviously it's his Alliance, but to be caught doing it, that's, that's not a good look to me. It's not a good look. I don't know. Yeah, but well, I get it. He's in the same alliance. He wants to let her know, obviously. But don't get caught doing it. You know, what I mean, it's a bad look. It's a bad look. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, another another bad look is uh, Chris, who is uh, trying to pay a compliment um, to uh, to Brooke, I guess. Um, and he's <laughs> he says to her, "You know, you're flying under the radar, Brooke, but you're actually a good-looking girl." <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just like, immediately was like, uh, "What?" <laughs> I I don't know where I don't know where he's going with this man. I have no idea. I was like, what is he doing, man? That like, has to be straight from the pickup artist book, right? Like that, that's that's like a, it's a neg compliment or something like that, right? Like he's setting low expectations, but then giving her like a little bit of praise uh, over it. Like I was just I was floored. I couldn't believe it, man. I was like, what what is that? Like. You know, what, how is she supposed to take that? Like, oh, thank you. That's amazing. Like, wow, I can't believe you just said that. I'm so happy. <laughs> I, loved, I loved her reaction in the diary room. She was like, I was just really confused about that comment. If you tell somebody that you're like more good looking than you would expect, doesn't that mean you're just not good looking? Yeah, it was kind of uh, very interesting. Man. I don't know what I don't know where he was trying to go with. I don't know if he's just trying to make conversation, but man, that was weird. Yeah, and then he follows up with, uh, he says, so, you know, I think that you might be on going on the block, right? But don't worry, you know, you don't need to, like, yeah, you're not, you're not like the, just the target, 
Like, <laughs> yeah. And then I loved this. She goes, well, you know what? I really appreciate your straightforwardness. I really, really <laughs> appreciate that. That was, that was lovely, man. I, I was like, just spit it out, man. Like, come on. He's like, you're not, you know, the, yeah. The, uh, uh, what the, and she's just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, Target. <laughs> Um, finally we see sheldon and kyle are going to come together and try to convince chris that uh, they are in a trio but that they do not have a previous connection um i think we actually saw something similar to this last season with the pretty boys uh doing this to somebody i forget who um but uh they lock it in hey wow bros um i i talked about this on the live feed updates how funny it is to watch sheldon have to kind of turn this mode on because he's such a level guy so that's so and he talks about this like oh, so exhausting talking to chris he's just so much all the time you have to match his level um <laughs> and so like sheldon's up there like yeah bro i'm just so pumped to be doing this with you i'm totally down with it and it's just so not who sheldon is but he's like he's doing his best um you gotta, do, so, you gotta work what you got man you gotta try your best man, with the, what you got yeah so uh chris tells him the plan uh and uh and that, that's it it's locked in sheldon is safe and uh it's time for nominations and uh we've got uh the nomination room we've got like little uh busts uh little, little like uh statue head figures of each of the house guests um and chris just kind of stands in the middle and i don't know maybe steps toward them or just kind of looks at them um uh, i don't know what the mechanism here is yeah, I don't know how that works. It's kind of different. But uh, I was going to say, a lot of them look not bad, like, to the person. Like, they, they look... But then I saw, was it Rihanna, her name is, and uh, Madeline's? Looked nothing like... like nothing like them. I was like, looked at it like, damn. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's a weird... Uh, it's, it's a weird system, I guess. I like the... Um, which one was it? I think season five is cool with the chair. They spin it around mm-hmm. and stuff. They always, do, they always try to do something cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. They just kind of look at them, I guess. I don't know what they do. I don't know... Uh, well, they did get rid of the short list, which I do appreciate yeah. this idea that like, well, here's four people I'm considering nominating and two of them. I have no actual uh, like plan to nominate whatsoever, but we're going to pretend uh, it was a little more straightforward, which I did appreciate. Uh, also, another one of my favorite lines of the night as Chris is walking into this room, he says, well, here we go. It's time for nominations. And here I am. Uh, the one and only the game changer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, the, the one and only the game changer that's it's the it's look the is very much a part of the title and it needs to always be said when talking about being the game changer it's the game changer no matter how many games you're changing you're just always the game changer even if it's the one and only the game changer the one the only the it wouldn't changer. be the one and the only if it was just a game changer he's the, the game changer don't make that mistake man it's the yeah he'll <laughs> transform your brain until you get it right man I, I knew he was going to be gold the minute I saw his bio I was like this guy is gold like this guy is gold like <laughs> yeah I, I'm just glad I don't deliver them that's all man <laughs> <laughs> alright so he has decided to nominate uh, Brooke and Hira, he is following through with the plan. Um, he tells Brooke that, you know, when I was in danger, there were people that came up to me. I never really talked game with you. He tells Hira, I never really talked game with you. Uh, I wish you both the best of luck. And uh, there you go. It's uh, game changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I'll tell you something with his with his uh, with his nominations. 
uh, it does come down to, again, like I said, the social aspect of the game. You got to talk to people, man. You have to talk to people in that house. I, like, again, uh, I know I've made the mistake. Many other people make the mistake. You have to talk to people in the game, everybody. And when it comes down, if you're HOH and you just haven't had a conversation with someone, it's like, hey, you know what? I'm trying not to get, uh, trying not to make a mess here. This is the best way to do it. It's going to nominate two people. I haven't talked to have no connection. It's not unexpected. And, uh, you know, we move forward. But in his case, I think he's just, <laughs> nobody really cares for the guy. So, I mean, he, he should make the move. He should make a right move this week. Just make a big move because, but in his mind, I think he thinks he's like running the show. You know what I mean? I think in his mind, he's like, yep, this is my show. I'm winning. Uh, I have everybody where I want them. I'm controlling them all with my mind. And, uh, yeah, but I don't know. I guess like I say, man, it's, uh, he has no relationship with them. So to him, it's like, this is the best move, which is, it's not, it's not the worst, but it could be better. Yeah. How do you feel about the, the, the back door? Should he have gone with the front door? Should he have just put up Michael and, uh, and Maddie or Michael and, and John Luke or something like that, uh, instead of trying to do a back door in the first week? Yeah. So, okay. This is my, the way I look at things, man. If you're going to take the shot at someone, just try to take a shot at them as a whole. So he, you know, he knows that it's like Michael, uh, Rihanna, Rihanna is her name, uh, JL and, uh, Madeline. Okay. That's a crew. Um, if he puts up Michael in a backdoor plan, that crew's coming after him anyway. Okay. Um, either way, they're pissed at him. They're mad. They want to come after him. Either way, it doesn't matter. If you're going to take that shot, the rest of his friends are going to take a shot at you when it's their turn. That's just usually how it goes. Uh, for him putting up Brooke and Hira, uh, it's, you know, it kind of makes a mess because now he's, he's, he's making Brooke mad at him and Hira mad at him. And then all of the other rest of the people left in Michael's Alliance mad at him. So that just means, leaves more people mad at him at the end of the day. Um, so to me, it's like, he's just making more of a mess out of a situation that he, he could have made it a lot cleaner in this situation. It's like, listen, man, if I'm going to take a shot at this guy, I'm going to put up him and his buddy, maybe put up Michael and J- if he's going to take the shot anyway, make it count, put up Michael and JL. If one of them wins the veto, the other one goes home kind of thing. Uh, or you hope anyway, I mean, you hope it works out that way, but by doing the two pawns and backdooring, I, I feel like he's just making so many enemies week one and he already doesn't have a solid bond with anybody else. So they protect him that it's like, this guy's game is just so short lived because he's disposable and he has so many people coming after him that if anybody wins situation next week, the easy target is like, yo, let's all get out, get Chris out. You know what I mean? That's like, he's almost like, in my opinion, guaranteed to be a target next week. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Uh, there was one more thing before we uh, we we stop the uh, the episode part of the recap that uh, there's a there's a vote. It's called uh, skip the slop vote um, that people are voting for one of the have nots to not have to eat slop um, in in their time as a have not. I don't know if they have to stay in the have not room, but they're just allowed to to eat food or if they are fully not a have not anymore. Um, But uh, I I have to say that uh, this this must bring back some bad memories for you voting on a have not. Uh, (laughs) I'll tell you, man, I got I got so many memories on this, man. Both seasons three and five, man. I got voted in that slop thing. So, uh, but I tell you something, man. I, I don't like that. I don't like these outside votes. I never have, never will. I know the fans love it. They eat it up. I hate that stuff. The outside. This is okay. This is Big Brother. It's supposed to be a social experiment. I get twist a part of it before you know. he says, "Oh, well, it's a, the, the game's evolving." I get it. They got it. They got to switch things up, okay? But this whole outside influence thing, either take like you know slop. Uh, like listen, on season five, I, I was on slop three weeks in a row. I would have loved to vote like this. Trust me, man. I would have loved it. Um, but you know, this is the way it goes. But if someone's a have not and it's supposed to be on slop and that's part of the game, just let it happen. Don't, don't make, don't give someone the, 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 the free card and the free ride. Don't do that. You know what I mean? If there's four have nots, let there be four have nots, stuff like that. Because 
it's part it's part of the game. Let it be part of the game. I I hate these like, just the anything. I don't care if it's a voting on what color of shoes they wear. I just hate any outside influence in the house because there's players that are there focusing on the house and there's players in there that are focusing on the cameras. Like Jamar, Jamar is all about the camera, so he's not playing the game to the house guest. He's playing the game to the camera, and those are the people that are always going to get the votes. Whereas, say someone like myself, I didn't care about the cameras, never talked to the cameras, didn't even look at a camera. I focused on the people in the house. But those are the people that don't get the votes on the outside. So it's like, I, I just, I don't agree with these outside votes. It doesn't matter. Like I said, I don't care if it's like, yo, is this guy wearing a blue shirt today or a red shirt today? I don't even like that vote. I just want no outside influences, period. But again, I see the other side where it's like, yo, the game has to evolve. And, and I get it. I get both sides. It's just, I'm just not a fan of that stuff, man. I'm just not. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Uh, although I will say in comparison, you know, if we compare the Big Brother Canada three have not vote to the Big Brother Canada eight have not vote, uh, at, at least they're not getting a superpower in the game. They're just, you know, not being have nots anymore. Uh, yeah. It's That's progress, right? That's, that's progress, man. I mean, especially for someone like me, man, I, I really hate that vote. I don't think there's anybody that hated that vote more than me, man. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I can't imagine there is. <laughs> Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe I'm second as a, as a, as a twist hater. Um, <laughs> all right. So that's what we have for you with the episode. Uh, we will get into spoiler territory though. Um, just now. So if you want to bounce out now, uh, feel free to, but you can join us on Tuesday night, 9 30 PM Eastern, where we will have the first round table of the season where we'll talk about the whole week on the feeds and, uh, rate the players and get into the stock watch for the first time. Should be very, very fun. So make sure you check that out. And then, of course, um, Thursday morning, we will talk about the Wednesday night episode as, as, along with some uh, live feed updates. And then Thursday night, we will be live after the eviction episode to recap what's going on there. And of course, check out all the Survivor coverage that's happening. Winners at War. What a great season. Um, uh, I'm doing some Survivor coverage. Uh, you can find that on Thursdays uh, as well. Um, so check that out. I, the most recent one I did with Andy Heron uh, of Big Brother and the one before that I did with Kevin Martin. Of Big Brother Ken. So, um, so check that out as well. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taron. Bruno, where can people find you? They can find, you know what? And they can find me on Twitter. I believe it's a BB Ken 3 Bruno. I got to change my tag, man. I just, you know, I'm, I'm an old, I'm an old, I'm just one of those guys that's too lazy to change it. And I believe it's uh, Bruno Aiello BB Ken 3. I don't know, something like that on Instagram. I don't know, man. You, you guys know somewhere. I don't know. I don't even know my tags, man. I just <laughs> can find it. But you can find me on Mixer, man. I do actually stream. Uh, I, I, I am in the streaming world. Uh, I didn't go to Twitch. I went over to Mixer. I started doing there. Became partnered there. We're doing well there. So things are good. So uh, yeah, you can check me out there, man. What kind of what kind of games do you play? Uh, all kinds, man. From Call of Duty, Destiny. I play with actually. I play with uh, Big Brother players. I play with a lot of people, man. Uh, we just have some fun. We just have some laughs and stuff. But I play, yeah, Call of Duty, Destiny, whatever. It doesn't matter, man. Apex, you name it. We play all kinds of games, man. All right, you, you got to invite me sometime. We'll, uh, we'll yo, play together. Get, get in here, man. I'd be more than happy, man. I'd be more all than right. happy to have you. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about spoilers now. Thank you so much for joining us if you're leaving now. But uh, it's time to talk about spoilers. And I, and I don't have the song right now, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, it's, it's a spoiler song. But, um, you know, I think that's enough time. I think uh, we're ready. We're, we're ready for the spoilers. Uh, we have played a veto. Very important yeah. veto. Um, now, the, the game plan here, the game changing plan for Chris uh, they did not include in the episode thus far is that uh, he is telling the evictors Michael Maddie Ree, and JL he is telling them that the backdoor plan is to evict Min 
and Min is the real target. That way, if one of them wins the veto, they will use it, and then he'll turn around and put them on the block. Uh, very much in the same way that uh, I forget who the HOH was, but uh, somebody tried to do that to you, Bruno. Um, trying to get Kevin to use the veto. Mm-hmm. That was um, uh, Will. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was well done. Um, <laughs> 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 work. We saw through that. Come on. <laughs> yes. So uh, that is that is the plan. Um, so unfortunately, for the plan's sake, uh, Maddie was chosen for the veto, but she was the only one of the four to be chosen to play in the veto. So there were a lot uh, of like pre- there was a lot of pressure going on to like maddie was kind of going back and forth should i use it if i win should i even try to win what if they're trying to backdoor michael and i can and and they're going to surprise us i'll feel responsible um and so uh you know kyle and sheldon were trying to be like no no no, it's good you should use it if you win uh we should trust chris it'll be fine um ultimately though it doesn't matter because maddie didn't win hira wins the veto so he saves himself Yes, uh, Hira is going to take himself off the block. Now, this is apparently a very physical competition, um, and uh, there were some injuries that occurred. Uh, Bruno, I feel like you're very relevant to this whole discussion all the way through. Uh, Famously uh, injured your thumb in a competition. Right here, man. This bad boy. (laughs) How's it doing? It's whatever, man. It's mangled, (laughs) but it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. It's mangled. It still can't open Ziploc, but it's no big deal. (laughs) <laughs> this is the thing this seems to be a fairly regular occurrence in big brother canada um that uh you know in big brother canada six they were having lung issues uh yeah. and the feeds were down for days because of it uh after this competition most of the people that played in the competition were coughing up blood um and uh vanessa in particular was really uh suffering um brooke she had so the competition they had to like walk on their knees to go across a thing um, and Brooke's knee pads kept falling off. So her legs are just torn up. Um, uh, and Carol, who competed in the competition, uh, injured her tooth to, to some degree. Uh, it's, it's loose or chipped or something. And uh, she's uh, very concerned about that um, to the point that she feels so down on herself physically. She feels like she just can't compete in this game and decided I just I did so poorly in that. I feel so hurt. I feel so beat down. Should I even be here? I can't do this kind of thing. Like, I I don't want to ruin my body. Um, And today she tried to quit the game. She packed all of her things. She went into the diary room. She told them, I want to leave. Feeds were down for a few hours um, and they have apparently convinced her to stick around. But she still kind of wants to leave. But she is sticking around for now. Um, And so uh, she she is still there. But but she has been uh, beaten down here, Bruno. I'll tell you something, man. Uh, If she listen, uh, these competitions are tough. These competitions are very tough. And I don't think people realize how often players play injured. It happens all the time. Some of these competitions are three hours, four hours, eight hours, 10 hours. They're long competitions and they're not easy competitions. Uh, You're getting battered up. You're sore, whatever. You hurt your ribs. I remember Karen on season five, like ripped her knee open, uh, whatever. She played a season like that. I busted up my thumb. Netta went to the hospital night one on season five. She hurt her back. Uh, It happens every season. Um, uh, I, you know, the smoke thing, I get it, man. Um, listen, some of these competitions are rough, man. They really, really are. I know last year there was, uh, they had to bring paramedics in because I think it was like Andrew or someone, uh, same thing with the lungs and then you couldn't breathe or something. I don't know, whatever. Okay. Um, 
We had one on season five with the smoke and that stuff is hard on your lungs when you're coughing and you're coughing and you're coughing, depending on how much of it you take in. I mean, it can't be healthy, man. I don't know why they use this stuff. It's for effect. And it's just so useless. I mean, I remember on, on the one on season five, they used so much of the smoke that they actually had to like kind of wave some away because it got too much to the point where you couldn't even see the competition anymore. So I had to kind of like wave it out. It's just unnecessary. That stuff. And it's just for, uh, for effect, man. And it just, it's unhealthy, man. You know, it's unhealthy. So anyway, I get it. I feel where they're coming from are breathing that stuff. And I did, I did it myself and it, it really does uh, like get in your, in your chest and your lungs and stuff. Um, the chipping your tooth with Carol. I mean, I don't think you should quit over it. I get it. Uh, I mean, listen, I, I, I bet you right now, my production is probably just like, they're like, no, we are not letting her leave uh, simply because we lost. We had one self-eviction week one. We can't have another self-eviction week two. This is not the way the season's going to go. And they're not going to let it happen. I'll tell you right now, they're not going to let it happen. Um, I don't know what they're going to do in the background. They might just, you know, I don't, who knows who knows what they're going to do behind well, the scenes. But they, they have they have apparently kind of uh, essentially offered her some kind of deal where uh, she is not going to have to be on slop uh, ever. Um, she's always just going to be able to eat. Uh, that was an incentive to keep her in the game. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm not I'm not joking. That, that, well, yeah, that, to me, okay, that sends the wrong message right there. If you're going to just have all you have to do is just cry and whine to get your way with things like that. That's gonna send the that's gonna set uh, set the bar for future house guests. They're gonna go and be like, I don't want to eat slop. You know what? I'm just gonna cry, cry and whine about. It. I'm just gonna threaten to quit. And I don't like that because if you do that for one person, people are gonna get that idea in their head and they're gonna try to use that to their advantage going forward. I mean, why? So because she has a sore tooth, she doesn't have to eat slop for the rest of the season. That's a key factor in the season. That's something that slop it just it drains you, man. Like trust me, I can speak from experience. That stuff drains you. It makes you not want to talk to people. It makes you want to be alone. And to her to get that kind of uh, uh, green light to not have to eat that all season, that's a huge advantage, man. That is a huge advantage. I, I don't think that's I don't think that's right, man. Let her go. She wants to walk. See you later. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, and, and I will I will say that it, it it appears it heavily appears that that is the case, but the feeds turn off anytime anybody comes close to mentioning anything like it. Uh, so you know we've we've kind of heard that this is probably the is what's happening, um, but uh, there's still a chance that maybe somebody misinterpreted and they just kind of said something, and then the feeds cut, and then they were like, oh maybe I was mistaken, but we didn't see that part because the feeds weren't cut anymore, uh, or they were cut and we couldn't see it anymore. Um, but it does appear to be that that. That seems to be the case uh, to some degree, at least. Um, and I, I am very much on the side of if somebody wants to quit, I want them to quit. I want them to leave, um, you know, especially if they have to be convinced to stay like Carol, especially now that everybody knows she tried to quit. Yeah. Who's going to waste an HOH on her? Right. Hey. She's going to be dragged down all the way to the end uh, and probably has no chance of winning because she tried to quit the game and nobody respects that. Um, So she's just kind of taking up space at this point. Absolutely. You nailed it right there. She's not considered a threat. She's going to be considered weak now. Uh, Nobody's going to vote for her in the end. Who's going to want to get rid of her when they can get rid of, say, a Michael, a Chris, a Kyle, uh, whoever, a Sheldon. You you can name anybody else. You're absolutely Right. And she's just basically a free number in someone's pocket now uh, for the game. And that's horrible. I don't I, I don't like that. Like I say, if someone wants to quit, see you later. Bye. You know, have a good life. That's the way it should be. And, you know, they'll never get obviously called back to play again or blah, blah, blah. Just see you later, man. Yeah. Uh, and 
That's what it should be. We, and we really we saw this play out on Big Brother 20 where Sam was trying to quit for a while um, and she, they basically just like wouldn't let her quit. And she just kind of took up space for a while um, and ultimately potentially changed the outcome of the entire game being one of the votes against Tyler and the jury. If they'd let her quit. Who knows who wins Big Brother 20? Uh, oh. Like that's how much of an impact this can have. Um, and I, I just I really feel like if somebody doesn't want to be there, then why? should we want to force them to be there against their will yeah exactly and, and like we said she's going to be in jury for sure i mean who's going to get rid of her who's going to now who's going to waste their hoh on her nobody she doesn't even want to be there why why you know i agree man it's i don't like that at all if she wants to go open the door for her you know pack her bags for her see you later that's just the way that's the way it should be man i, I know i just don't know i don't like that stuff yeah, and, and she she may she may change her mind. She may decide she wants to be in there. She may like get some traction somewhere, um, and, and that's fine. Uh, but but I think she also now has an extra incentive to stay if she is able to just eat whenever. Um, that 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 uh, that that shouldn't shouldn't exist either. So um, this is a it's a messy situation here. Um, but uh, yeah, it's an unfair advantage that nobody should have. A slot pass for the year is massive. And I promise you it is bigger than, in than what it sounds. Um, you know, I'll, I'll say this right now. If you just put yourself in your mindset where you're like hungry, you haven't eaten for six, seven, eight hours, whatever it is. You haven't eaten all day. You're like, Holy crap, man, I'm starving. I'm starving. You know, I can't wait to eat. Your stomach hurts. You're cranky. You're, you're hangry. Try doing that for a week. It's, it, it doesn't just, it, it gets, it gets to the point where you can't see, you know, uh, you're seeing like black dots. You're, you have no energy. You almost fall over. Trust me, I've been there. It's a huge advantage to be able to eat. Uh, slop is no joke. If you can't eat it, it's no joke. It's a big game changer. Like I say, you don't want to be social. You don't want to be around people. It affects your mindset, everything, uh, your competitions. So for her to get a free pass, uh, I don't I don't like that. Man. I don't mm-hmm. like it. All right. Well, in the game side of things, uh, with Hira having the veto, the plan to backdoor Michael is in full swing. However, there was another hiccup in that plan as well that happened this morning due to Vanessa, who uh, has just kind of blossomed into a massive wild card in the house. Um, she is giving me really big, like Cindy uh, or like Raul vibes here. Oh, where, no. Like, oh no. Don't do this to me. <laughs> She's like actively sabotaging her own alliance at uh, every, at every turn. And I don't even know why. Uh, so, Let me just kind of walk you through this a little bit. She had a conversation with Min yesterday where Min was talking about how she's kind of paranoid that the fake plan, which is for her to be backdoored, might actually be the real plan. And she's concerned about that. Now, Vanessa knows that's not true, but she was kind of feeding into this like, yeah, it might actually be the case, which was weird by itself. Um, Vanessa, to this point, had already been trying to get Brooke to stay on the block, despite the fact that she's in an alliance with Brooke. Um, trying to convince Chris that he should take Brooke off the uh, that she should take Hira off the block if he or uh, one of his uh, one of the people uh, playing wins the veto instead of Brooke and then went and told Kyle that it was Chris's idea. Um, and so, like, I don't know what that's about. But yeah. so she's talking with uh, with Min and Min is saying that, like, if it is the real plan to take me out, I'm taking everybody down with me. I'm going to I'm going to take I'm going to go right after Kyle. I'm going to you know do what I can to bring him down with me. Uh, the feed's cut. We don't know what else happened in that conversation. But flash forward to this morning, um, Vanessa tells Kyle about the conversation and 
I believe, uh, sort of makes up some parts of it. Uh, in particular, she says that Min told her, I plan to backdoor Kyle if I win the HOH. Uh, will you do the same, Vanessa? And Vanessa said that she said, oh, no, I wouldn't do that. And then Min was like, what? Why wouldn't you do that? Now, that would be very strange considering Vanessa is Kyle's closest alliance member and they are very publicly a pair. Uh, but, you know, whatever. But Kyle's pissed about this. And so Kyle now wants to change the plan. He yep. goes to Sue and he says, Sue, it's got to be Min. Let's do the fake plan for real. Um, and Sue took a little while, but she got on board. And so before even consulting Sheldon and Brooke, they decide we're going to go and pitch this to Chris. We want to get uh, Min out of the house. And this is all because Vanessa is is pushing Jeez. this idea. So they go to Chris and they say... Min is saying she wants to backdoor Kyle. We want her gone. And Chris is just like, I don't know, guys. I just feel like Michael and them, they're four. Min is only one. So it kind of makes sense to take out one of the four and break them up. Don't you think they're like, but she's coming for us. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, she's just one. And even if she wins, if she tries to backdoor you, we have the numbers to keep you safe. They're like, okay, okay. So Chris shuts the plan down. Good. Um, Good. So the plan is back on. It's still Michael. Michael is still being backdoored. Um, But we're very, we're left very confused. What is Vanessa doing? Um, So a little bit later in the day, uh, Min confronts Vanessa because Vanessa is being very cold to her all of a sudden. And Vanessa says to Min that, Hey, I know what you did. You went to you went to Kyle and you ratted me out. You told him about our conversation yesterday. And Min's just like, what are you talking about? No, I didn't. She's like, don't even deny it. I know in my heart that you did it. He had the exact wording of what I said. And Min's like, what did he say that I said? And Vanessa was like, I don't want to tell you. If you don't mind, she's like, what do you mean? I, what do you mean? I, don't, I didn't say it. He's trying to get in your head. And Vanessa was like, I just, okay. It, but here's the thing. I know you did it. Why are you denying? He had the exact wording. So what was it? He, well, he said something about like you or I was not like trusting. She couldn't remember the exact wording <laughs> that convinced her that she was definitely betrayed by men. Um, and so men is just like, this is not a thing. <laughs> so men, after a long time of like just cornering Vanessa in the hot tub, eventually gets Vanessa to either pretend to be, or actually is now on board. Okay. Kyle tricked me. I'm sorry. Um, does not reveal to men that she just tried to get her back door and failed, but mm-hmm. does say, okay, Kyle is dangerous. Min is saying Kyle is like Dane. He's like the Dane. We can't be Esty and Kiki. We need to get him out. Carol joins them and they and, and she fills Carol in. And so now all three of them are like, yeah, Kyle sucks. We need to get him out. Um, <laughs> Vanessa is now trash talking Kyle to Carol. Kyle was pissed at Carol earlier because she was talking about quitting. And he, he meant he had a comment where he said, uh, I'm going to throw her bag over the wall. And so uh, <laughs> Vanessa says this to Carol, who thought she was good with Kyle. And now she's pissed at Kyle. And now Min, who didn't previously say that she wanted to backdoor Kyle is now actually saying next week. I want to backdoor Kyle guys. And Carol's like me too. And Vanessa's like, cool. And so Cindy, (laughs) right? So (laughs) let, let me just be clear about this. Vanessa has two people in the house 
who consider her to be their number one ally. Kyle, who would betray anybody and do anything for Vanessa, lie lie down on the train tracks for her, and Min, who considers her to be her closest ally. And in the course of 24 hours, she managed to turn them against each other (laughs) and get them both set on the board as massive targets heading into next week. Horrible. Horrible. So if Min wins, she's going after Kyle. If Kyle wins, he's going after Min. Pretty much. And Kyle has a lot of influence as well. So it's really done a lot of damage to Min's game in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Kyle's game, definitely damaged as well. Um, now, Min did say toward the end of the conversation, well, we might need Kyle. So maybe we should wait a little bit longer to take him out. But uh, but she does plan on going to Brooke and, and trying to bring Brooke in on this. Um, and Vanessa was like, no. Don't go to Brooke. We can't trust Brooke. <laughs> She's too close to Kyle. Um, it's like, you're the closest person to Kyle. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? She's like, no, Brooke is not the kind of girl that we need to be talking to. Um, and it's like, okay. Okay. That's, uh, that's pretty interesting, man. That's, uh, that's one way to sink someone's game up. Huh? Um, yeah. So I, I you know, uh, yeah. So I, I'll tell you something with Min. Okay. Uh, Min to me, it seems like she doesn't really do much. I don't know. I haven't watched the feeds much. I, I see like she's just like lounging around. That's the kind of player I get. I could, you know, we watched the first episode, um, you know, and you saw them, like, blow up at her. It was like, Kyle blew up at her, and, and uh, uh, Angie not really blow up at her, but she kind of made a comment about, you know, when they, about the sleeping thing. And uh, I, so the vibes I can get, I mean, I, haven't, I don't know, but is that she seems very entitled, and, and uh, people's, people just have that, you know, the body language and stuff. You know, people have, like, just bad body language. It could be the way you sit, the way you look at people. Let me give you uh, a couple examples from that hot tub conversation. She said, uh, Kyle realizes that I'm a mastermind. Uh, she also says, um, what I really need to do, I, I've made a mistake. I've shown everybody how intelligent I am. I need to play down my intelligence in the future. Wow. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> meant. Okay. It's pretty yeah. great, if I'm being frank. <laughs> man, I'll tell you. So it's like, you know, people, are, people don't put up with that stuff, man. I'll tell you. So, uh, you know, when you're watching the show and you see like Kyle blow up and be like, ah, oh, and people be like, whoa, why, why did you go from zero to a hundred? Uh, I mean, maybe it wasn't the right way to respond to it, but, you know, it, there's a lot of things, just body language in there. And, and I can see her with just her body language, how, you know, people can take that the wrong way, man. Or not even the wrong way. If they just, they see it, they're like, no, I want nothing to do with that. So, um, so she's, oh man, that's, uh, Vanessa's doing uh, awesome work in there, I guess. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I still just, I, and, and to be clear to this, to, to, to where we are right now, uh, at least unless it's happened during this podcast, I don't believe we know whether or not she was being real with uh, with with men in that conversation. If she really is now very anti Kyle and pro men, if she's been swapped over or if she was just telling men what she wanted to hear in that moment because she wouldn't leave her alone. I don't even know. And I don't think it even really matters because I have a feeling that the next time Kyle talks to her, he'll flip her back. if She is gone. I'll tell you, I, I will say something here, man. And, and uh, here's one thing about in that house. Sometimes you can have a conversation with someone for three, four hours. Okay. Like, literally you sit down, you're having a conversation with someone, and you know, and the feeders will watch it and they'll be like, yo, we know your intentions. You were talking to them for three or four hours. You were telling them, you know, you trust them and this and that. But sometimes, man, you have to have those three hour conversations telling someone, Hey, you know, we trust you. This is the plan and come up with this big, but it's all just fluff. And, and, you know, but the thing is, is like, you know, when you're having that conversation, like, hey, I mean, now I, I didn't watch this. I mean, if she's damaging Kyle's game in the process, obviously it's more than fluff. It's not fluff. But there are times when people have those conversations and it's just like it's a three hour conversation. 
of just total nonsense and you don't mean it. But, you know, uh, nobody knows that but you. And t- you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like someone like this, if she's sinking Kyle's game, like from what I see from what you're telling me, a horrible move on, on her part, horrible for her alliance. It's putting heat on her alliance where there shouldn't be. Um, you know, you could take that effort and that energy and put that towards somebody else uh, to put the target on them. I don't, I don't see the play in it. I don't know why she's trying to do that, but hey, man, <laughs> I guess I'll have to wait and see. She's she's one of the she has she's in a really great spot in the house. She has she's one of the people with the most amount of allies, the most amount of people working for her. But she's systematically destroying the games of the people around her mm-hmm. to the point where she doesn't really have a lot of people left. Uh, if this blows up or honestly, even if it doesn't blow up, um, that uh, it's it's just it's a very strange method of playing the game. And I'm really not sure what she's doing. Uh, I, it, it honestly it reminds me a bit of Bella from Big Brother 21, mm-hmm. um, where like Bella was constantly ratting out her allies. But but it's all it's it's like if Bella also was ratting out Nick and trying to get Nick gone uh, along with all of her other allies like Kemi and them. Uh, like it's just it's very strange. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know where it's going to to end up here, but um, it's definitely caused a lot of uh, intrigue in the house today as uh, for a sec for a moment there. It looked like Min might actually be uh, be backdoored um, if, if Kyle or if Chris had been uh, had been on board for it today. So um, it's it's still a, a live game here here but does seem like tomorrow michael will be backdoored and that will cause its own explosion um as he does not expect it he does not see it coming and then um everybody's gonna pretend that they're still gonna vote to keep him and that they're all mad at chris but then they're gonna blindside him a second time uh and vote him out so uh we're we're in, yeah. we're in for, some, for some rocky days ahead now just 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 for argument's sake now would is there any chance michael can get these numbers does he have is there anybody that is kind of on the fence with it. Because listen, let's be honest here, man. When four people come to you and people know it's a four, okay? And they come to you saying, hey, listen, man, join us. Let's turn this four into seven. Let's turn this four into six. Be our six. And let's go back after these guys and get them out. I mean, we have the power. Look at us. We're the, we're, we got Michael and we got Jay, whatever his name is, and all these people. I mean, there is always potential to flip this around. Just because the plan is the back dorm, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. Uh, like you say, Vanessa going around causing problems with men and this and that, that can turn men into saying, hey, you know what? I don't want to get Michael out. Maybe I need Michael to get Kyle out. Like so many things are up in the air. And uh, wh- where do the numbers lie right now? Like I don't, obviously there's Michael, but Michael's on the block. So that number's so, gone. Yeah. So the victors, um, JL, uh, Ree and Maddie, those are that's three votes yeah. for Michael. He's going to need seven because six is a tie and Chris will break the tie to evict him. Um, so he needs seven. He has three. Um, now, Hira was not pleased at the fact that he was nominated. He was not given a heads up um, and he is really uh, not very pleased with Chris, not very pleased with Kyle. He has approached Michael and JL being kind of like, hey, Maybe I can work with you now. He had a previous arrangement with Sheldon, Brooke, and Sue. He had an alliance with them, but when he was nominated, he felt a little bit abandoned because Brooke was also up, and it kind of became clear that she was a bit of the favorite there. Um, hey, that but, was a long way. Right, but they are working to reel him back in, so uh, I'm sure they will be working on his vote. But theoretically, he's probably the closest they have to a fourth vote there. Um, and then uh, you, you might be able to pull Angie, who is relatively unassociated, but Chris has been working hard on 
on Angie, uh, and she doesn't really have many other connections. Kyle has also recently been working on Angie. Not really a promising lead there. And in terms of who's voting to keep Brooke, she has a lot of people. She's got Sheldon for sure, Kyle, Vanessa, Sue, um, Jamar. Um, she's got, uh, she, um, oh, this is a lot, a lot of people to, uh, to keep track of here. Uh, Jamar, she's got, she's got Min, Min absolutely on board to take out Michael. She's got Carol, um, and that's seven right there. She probably has, uh, Angie. Um, and so that's eight. Um, and then, you know, you, then, then you might have the other four being, um, you know, the, the three victors and Hira, but Hira is, is honestly pretty likely to vote with them as well. So it's probably going to look like something like like a nine to three vote or maybe okay. even worse. Um, there's not a ton of room here for Michael to maneuver. Uh, something pretty big will have to shift in the house. And that could very well happen with Absolutely. the instability of Vanessa and everything that's happening there. But right now it does not look very good for Michael. I'll tell you right now, uh, as soon as Michael's ass hits that block, uh, a lot can change in there. Conversations can be had. Promises can be made. Uh, people can see people talk like if someone sees uh, say I don't know I'll just use Vanessa as an example she's a walkout talking to Michael you know say Kyle sees Vanessa talking to Michael be like hey what are you talking about there, things can flip really quick uh, in there uh, especially if promises can be made and, and if it depends if Michael has a team I, I get it like it's like no this is the shot to get him out but hey man you can never you never say never man until uh, until they're out the door uh, how close are um, so you said uh, Jamar and Min they're they're very anti Michael I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, not a lot of people are super anti-Michael, but they are anti that group because really the problem here is that all four of them, and this is somewhat accurately portrayed in the episode, but it's really even more exaggerated. They only ever really hang out with themselves. Um, yeah, they they only really socialize. And they actually talked about this with Michael that the, in the first few days, Michael was a social butterfly. He was cracking jokes all over the place. Everybody loved him. But then after a couple days, he just narrowed his scope right into those evictors. And, uh, and from that point forward, didn't really socialize too much uh, outside of it. They still like him but you know he's got to go at this point that's just how they feel um and so you know you have people like jamar jamar uh, his number one is Sheldon. Um, and so he feels very loyal to Sheldon. Sheldon, obviously, his Sheldon's number one is Brooke. And so uh, Jamar is pretty locked in there with Sheldon. Um, and then Min is uh, is also pretty uh, tight with Sheldon, pretty tight with um, uh, obviously Vanessa and Carol. And so, you know, I could see I could theoretically see a situation where like. Maybe Vanessa, Min, and Carol decide to like stage some kind of revolution, right? And uh, and they join the other three votes, and that makes six, and they just need one more. Maybe they can pull Hira um, or something like that, and then maybe save Michael, and then take out Brooke and really go for it. Um, but that would that would be a pretty bold move, um, and uh, I don't know what would spark it, but uh, you never know, Cause, especially because well, Min really likes Brooke. Um, Min really fought to include Brooke in with those three. Um, so I think it would take a lot to turn, to turn Min against Brooke here, but again, you never know. I'll tell you another thing too. Um, you know, it's funny when you mentioned how, uh, when Hira and Brooke were on the block and Hira kind of knew like, well, they're all kind of siding with her that, Hey man, that can go a long way. Something like that, where you're, if you're on the block with someone and your crew and like everyone, you know, is kind of like, well, sorry, man. Like, you know, if it's between the two of you, you're gone. That can go a long way because that, that's when you open your eyes and say, hey, man, listen, I'm at the bottom of this. Like, if I'm on the block with any of you guys, I'm gone. I need a new crew. And I'm not saying he's going to do that. I'm not saying that's what's going on or going to happen. 
But I'm just saying that that's something that, you know, players will open their eyes and be like, yo, I need to do, I need new friends, man. If I'm the, I'm the first one out. And if I'm sitting beside any of you, you're all just going to turn your back on me. You guys aren't my people. You know what I mean? And uh, again, it just turns out to like, is there pairs of twos? Cause it just takes say Hira and a pair of two or a pair of three to get together and say, Hey, listen guys, let's turn this three into a six. Let's turn this three into a seven. And that's, that's a game changer. The game changer. The game changer. Full circle. You know what I mean? So anything can happen. And again, it all comes down to one conversation and just how people think, you know, like if that, and I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm, I'm not, trust me, I'm not saying this is the plan. I'm just saying hypothetically, it could happen. It can, it, you know, it just takes one person to say, Hey man, listen, my eyes, I just opened my eyes and I'm not in a good spot here. I need to, I need more numbers. I need more people that are in the same situation as me where, listen, if we go on the block, we're toast and let's get together and let's, let's, let's build an army. Let's build something. And maybe Michael in that four is just the numbers we need right now. Uh, to get ourselves a little bit further ahead. I mean, who knows, right? It just I'm not saying it's the play, but I'm saying it could happen. Yeah. Uh, and it is a very, very fluid house right now. And there hasn't been any eviction vote yet because the first week uh, there was no right. HOH and the vote never actually went through. So that makes things even more fluid because nothing has really ever been tested um, and solidified. So uh, really a lot of, a lot of things could still happen, but, uh, but it is, it is definitely an uphill battle here for mm-hmm. Michael. Um, and, and honestly heading into next week, many things could happen yeah. at this point. So uh, looking forward to it. Uh, Bruno, any final thoughts here on, on, uh, on the season so far i just want to say uh you know what I'm, I'm enjoying it man this is the first season in a while uh because you know uh, season three i played and then you know the season after season four and then i got back to season five then it was season six and this is the first season where i'm back into like kind of fan mode where i'm like i'm enjoying it for the show again uh because i was always like you know in or out in or out and this is kind of like a couple seasons removed now and i'm back to enjoying it for what it is and I'm excited for it man I, i'm excited to uh, i think the cast is great good or bad players i think that the, the the like everything everybody has a part in it i think everyone's gonna have a good spot in it um i like the cast i love the house the house i mean look at my background here man my my man cave is literally superheroes man everything here is superhero stuff my whole man cave look i got a you can't see there's a thanos gauntlet back there too i got like a ton this whole thing's superheroes man so this is like this is like my dream house to play in i think the house is beautiful i think this is pretty bright i think it's the the bathroom and man those are bright man it's that would be hard on the eyes uh, to live in there all the time (laughs) It's sometimes um, hard to pick out the people. Um, it's tough. Even on the episodes, the lights are so bright, man. It's just like, um, but yeah, no, I think, I think the season has a ton of potential, man. The, the cast is just a plus in my eyes, man. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to getting to know them, meeting them and stuff. I think they're a plus. Uh, I think, I think it did a good job. I mean, obviously there's a couple people. You're not going to get a full 16 that are there to play every time. You're not going to get that. I get it. But for the most part, they're there to play. I think that was beautiful. The cast is beautiful. I think the gameplay is going to start picking up. I hope. I think Sheldon's the guy and he's from where I live, man. He's from Ottawa, man. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So normally like when uh, I always cheer for the hometown people just because, you know, they're my hometown, but uh, I genuinely am cheering for him because I think he has what it takes on paper. He's the best player on paper. This guy is the best player. And uh, you know, I like his, his, his personality, his attitude. I like it. I think he's going to do really, really well. So uh, I'm cheering for him too. All right. Uh, well, that's what we have for you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, great, great podcast, Bruno. You're always so insightful when we have you on. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Lo- I, listen, I'll tell you something, man. I always love talking to you. Uh, I can't wait to play some games with you, man. And, yo, I'll never forget. So uh, just a little thing. Taryn and I met uh, in person mm. at the BB Can 7. Yep. Finale? Finale, yeah. And we played one of the greatest games of charade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I'll never forget that game of charades, man. We uh, listen, man. Taryn, I, I love your brother. You're you're an absolute amazing. You're great at what you do. You're an even better. You're a great person. And uh, I hope to see you again at the next finale, man. You're absolutely amazing. I love hanging out with you, dude. Amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I definitely hope I see you as well. Um, thank you again for uh, for hanging out with us. Um, you can find me on Twitter once again at Armstrong Taren. Uh, make sure you go check Bruno out on Mixer. Uh, I'm, uh, yes, <laughs> he's, he's got the hoodie and everything. Yeah, I do, um, man. I do. All right. So uh, all we will. Uh, we, I will see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happened today on the Big Brother Canada eight live feeds uh as you probably inferred there's quite a lot that went down so uh make sure you tune in tomorrow and then of course uh tuesday night first round table of the season very excited for it make sure you check that out uh thank you once again and i will see you next time peace it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.